What the hell is even that? People, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. We're sitting in the basement, not drinking at all because we're losers. Follow us on the social medias at livefrom715 on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or email us. That wasn't a beer, that was a bubbler. Bubbler. <laughs> we, we are get, serious when we say we did, we're not drinking. I know. I'm prepping myself for Sober October. Getting all ready for that? Yeah. Well, I was on call this weekend, so I wasn't going to drink anyway. But I started this fucking carnivore diet, and I think I'm going through carb withdrawals because I got a fucking headache that is worse than any migraine I've had in a long time. Did you just start getting it today? Friday I started. Oh, so you had it this whole weekend? Well, starting yesterday, like yesterday afternoon, I was like, I went and went to my parents and shot my bow, but it was too hot to go hunting, so I just sighted it in and then came back home, and man, I just was like, God damn, am I dehydrated or, you know, because it felt like a hangover headache at first, and I drank like a fucking gallon of water. I've been pissing like a goddamn racehorse, so it's not dehydration. But yeah, all I've been eating is fucking meat, a bunch of hamburgers without the bun, and some cheese on them. That's about it. So, I guess you don't realize how many sugars and carbs, grams of carbs, you digest in a day until you don't have any, and fucking your body goes, hey, you're basically a heroin addict, and uh, <laughs> you're going through some withdrawals now, fuckface. <clears throat> this is your rehab. <laughs> yeah, holy fuck. Don't feel good, but I've done this before back when I went on keto for, like, uh, they call it the keto flu because you're depriving yourself of sugar and carbs. And, yeah, you're basically a heroin addict to sugar, but, you know, I'm not sucking dick for Reese's Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not anymore now that you're on your <laughs> sugar diet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, holy Christ. Well, that kind of sucks, though, too, with the weather for bear hunting for you. Well, well and deer hunting open up, too. Yep. I was going to go yesterday morning, and it's so fucking hot and humid. But next week, it's going to drop like 20 degrees. So Yeah, I see that. Maybe I'll take a day off work. Fucking stab a bear in the face. I don't know. Go track down where it's dead. A bear in the face. <clears throat> well, they never... well, I mean, if you did actually do it that way. I went Tuesday and Wednesday last week and. Nothing? I, I checked the camera, though, and hour after I left, he came out. And I was like, you motherfucker. That big one with the belly mm. dragging on the ground? Yep. I left the woods at about 720 when it's too dark to barely see 20 yards in front of you. Yeah. Check the camera, 8.24 p.m. After I left the stand, he walked right out in front where I could have fucking blasted him. Son of a bitch. That kind of sucks. Yeah, he knows. They know. Well, at least you know he's still there. Yeah, i got to keep baiting, though. A bear hunt goes all the way to when? Almost Halloween. Okay. Last weekend and. Oh, so you got some time yet then for that. Yeah, it's just that now they're, like, the corn is sweating and they're moving into cornfields and eating the corn. So they're burrowing down and bedding down in uh, cornfields everywhere. 
doesn't give you an advantage from your stand. Yeah, they're not coming into the bait then. But I got to keep checking cameras, see if they keep coming in. Maybe you can have a. Maybe we should get Bob's Bear Bait to sponsor us. <laughs> That's where I get my bait in Appleton is Bob's Bear Bait. He's the most reasonable. And inst- they used to sell them in like big 55 gallon drums. Yeah. And, you know, for like, I don't know, 80, 90 bucks. And then you'd have to pay, uh, uh, what do you call it? A deposit. Deposit on the barrel. Or they'd give you like a pallet, which they call a tote full of whatever so but do you that's use? like 300 but now this year he started selling like 40 pound bags yeah so i just get two bags at a time of like peanut butter granola and uh i have a peanut butter he's got like big paint not paint cans but like four gallon pails of thinned out peanut butter and then i just quick trip had fucking loaves of bread on sale for 69 cents of <laughs> loaf so i bought like 10 <laughs> loaves over the last week and i just i go out there when i'm baiting and i just i got an old set of tongs and i just dip the two pieces of bread in the peanut butter and drop it on top of the granola <laughs> they fucking love it and, oh yeah he threw in a little pail a gallon pail of pink like donut frosting now where do they where does i mean you guess those from all restaurants that don't you know, I guess I don't know how they do it because I'd like to do it. If I could just put my own dumpster behind Quick Trip and have Quick Trip throw all the donuts in there, and the. But I know they I do won't know do that, that there are certain like restaurants, like somebody will come and they'll bring a barrel for like their oil. Oh yeah, and but then I don't know. They I don't know where he, he must get it straight from the food distributors expired stuff. Okay, because it's all. I mean. Do you think that he has to pay? Oh, yeah. It's, you know, Nobody gives it to him for free. Well, I mean, otherwise it's just going to get thrown out anyway. Yeah, but I'm sure he's buying it under the, you know, whatever tag of not for human consumption, but it still has value, so he gets it at a premium price. He probably buys it by the ton, you know, if he can get that much, and then he just bags it up now, and but... He's got locations all over the place. He's got one up in Upper Michigan, Wausau, Ishpeming, Michigan, um, Rhinelander. He's doing big things. I like him. He's a good guy. Oh, oh so you've you met the the guy himself? Yeah, Bob. Well, either him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. One of the guys that runs the place. Oh, I think it might be his son because, like, from what I understand, Bob lives in Wausau, where the original bait. Okay place was can you imagine if they were doing homeless hunting and you got donuts expired easy, donuts and you just lay them over the homeless easy, people easy bud <laughs> <laughs> the, the world's most dangerous game <laughs> Home, homeless hunting have you never seen hard target with jean-claude van damme no i don't think i watched one movie i, I saw bits and pieces of him in movies but i don't literally think you've never seen blood sport you've I've, never seen lionheart the fact that you're saying <laughs> and what my did, god man and what did you think of the movie which one hard target where he Blood was sport. A, he was a homeless veteran and he decided to make some money by doing this thing and he didn't realize that he was being hunted by this rich conglomerate of people was he a veteran of the united states military yeah but he had a french accent yeah, that's what oh it. i here's how they got around that 
they he was uh it was louisiana so he was a uh, uh what do you call the creole french uh okay yep so that's how they got around it with having a french accent <laughs> he was from new orleans now and his name oh, the fucking cheesy ass line in the movie he was talking to whoever the woman was in the fucking movie. She's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "Chance." I forget his last name. It was fucking so stupid. And she's like, "Huh? I never knew anybody. Why'd your parents name your Chance? Because my mama took one." <laughs> so fucking dumb. I love those cheesy. Well, I loved them when I was eight years old. Eight to ten years old, I fucking seen every John Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal movie there ever was. Yeah. Hard Target. I even see. I saw a video not that long ago of Steven Seagal trying to do a, a karate training. <laughs> My God, he's just he's he's huge. Yeah. Like not muscular wise either. It, on it, the husky side. Like he's legitimate an Okito master though. So I mean. He knows his shit. It's just his ego is so big for being an actor that he's just like, hey, do this and kick you in the face. If you ever watch, you watch some of those old movies now and you watch the acting back then. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great now to laugh at. But it is, yeah. When you're a 10 year old kid, it's it's genius. It, Demolition Man. Demolition Man, yeah. Well, um, all the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies like. Uh, Commando. That just seemed like that was always one thing. Sylvester Stallone, every movie he was in. Oh, yeah. Because he was running from a burning building. Yeah, you see, they got to jump out a window or off a roof. And he's got to (laughs) go. Could you imagine him when he was in the movie? The cliffhanger. And then all of a sudden, as he's falling down to his death. (laughs) (laughs) No, Tango and Cash. Remember Tango and Cash? Holy shit. That was the ultimate Sylvester Stallone fuck movie. Yeah. Dumb. There's a lot of... Who was the other guy in that? Kurt Russell? It was Kurt Russell. Now I want to watch that just to see how cheesy bad it is. Two cops go to prison, and yep. then they had to break out. I think it was... And it's some unbelievable, stupid storyline, too. Like always. Well, they really didn't. I mean, if you think... Uh, go back... Some iconic movies from, like, just say the 70s, 80s. There's not a lot of them out there. What are you talking about? Taxi? Well, I mean, well, Driver? Yeah, okay. Um, Mean Streets? The Godfather? You just don't know movies. Running Scared? Every time I tell you, Raging Bull? Kidding me? There's plenty of movies, you just haven't seen them. Well, I have. No, you haven't. You never. But I seen was Raging like too Bull. busy. But I was too busy like watching like Porky's and Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> That's your '80s cinema. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't know. I went through a phase when I was like 18 to 25 where I just when Netflix had the DVD it rent eight at a time. Yep. I fucking because I still lived at home with my parents. I fucking wore that fucking Netflix subscription out. I watched like because of. I would not watch what my parents watched on TV because they watched like fucking Murder She Wrote and shit like that, which I couldn't stand. Good old Angela Lansbury. I'd watch two, three movies a night up in my room by myself from all fucking eras and decades. And that's why I've got movie posters from 
the 60s in my Casablanca, room. right? Don't you have a Casablanca? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Casablanca, Cool Hand Luke. Yep. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the best movie that's ever been made. Do you want to know one movie that I do have that there wasn't a lot of uh, a lot of acting in it, not even a lot of talking? Shit, now I can't even remember the name of it. It was a guy who, uh, it was Peter Fonda, and he was a biker. Uh, Easy Rider, that was it. Oh, yeah. And if you've never, if you've ever seen a movie where there wasn't much talking in it, it was more or less a lot of noise of the nature and the bike going by. <clears throat> Who else was another one? Huffman was also in it. Um, no, uh, what's his name from? Uh, Dustin Huffman, I thought. No, not him. Um, no, Jack Nicholson was in it. Yeah. Um, I can see the guy's face. He was in True Romance. He's in that famous scene with Christopher Walken in the trailer where he goes off on Christopher Walken about how the Italians were, <coughs> especially the Sicilians were uh, overrun by the Moors. So they have Dennis Hopper. That was Dennis it. Hopper. Yep. Yeah. Even Tony Basil, the one that had the song Hey Mickey. Ooh, who gives a shit? That guy yeah. sucks. Girl. That girl? Yeah. She had like a, I remember, chopped haircut. Yeah, and she was dressed the like a pre- cheerleader. Predecessor to Cindy Lauper. Yes. <clears throat> that was the 80s for you. 80s were fine. 70s movies were, if you could, if you watched the movie Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel. That's about as gritty as fucking movie making ever got. Holy fist fucking Sally. Well, you look at it even when they did. There's um, a scene where they rape a nun in there. What? Yep. Okay. Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel, the original. Not the, there was a remake with Nicolas Cage, Bad Lieutenant called Port of New Orleans or some shit like that. It was all right, but Harvey Keitel in the original, holy shit. So do you a, think that if you were to go to like a... Uh, a Best Buy or any type of electronic store that sells DVDs that with all those movies Circuit that have, City Circuit City yeah <laughs> Sam Goody uh, uh, On Q On Q was another one yes <laughs> obviously not uh, Blockbuster anymore <clears throat> there's one left it's in like in Oregon or something yeah it's, there's still just one the one left and that's supposed to be uh, closing down like at the end of the year Aww. Uh but family videos could you imagine around. could you imagine uh so those movies that came out that had all those, like even like we'll take for instance the Mel Brooks movie, shit, fuck, how did I forget about it now? That's not the title of a movie, Blazing Saddles. Blazing or? Saddles, yes, but I mean you, with all this stuff going on now, where it's like they have, you know, they're trying to make a cancel culture. Do oh yeah, you put can't even. On, uh, you couldn't make Step Brothers today, well, or you couldn't make right. fucking. I mean, but I mean. They to, haven't made a good comedy in 10 years. To have them on a store shelf. Do you think they even do that or everything? Oh, has for to be- sure. They, as long as there's a DVD, as long as it's for sale, it's going to be sold. <laughs> greed doesn't greed doesn't stop because of somebody's politics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or I, their fake outrage. Yeah, I guess you are correct on that. Just like all the fake bullshit review. I was thinking the other day, remember world before online reviews like Yelp and shit where, you know, if you went and 
ordered at a restaurant and they didn't make your sandwich quite correctly, you just went home and shut the fuck up. It was either but, that or wasn't it? It was. <laughs> didn't they have those cards at tables where you could leave a comment? If they had them, yeah. But I, but but it, now it's like, <laughs> huh? They didn't ask me. I had to ask twice for napkins, so now I'm going to ruin their business. You know, it's like go fuck yourself. Maybe just go home and shut the fuck up. You don't have enough obstacles in your life, asshole. You get a lot of those where they feel like they just they weren't served properly, like they weren't Super the entitled. number one customer. You're not. Yeah. Everybody's a customer, you dumbass. Everybody's paying for the bill, too, you know. You and your Greek Caesar Friday salad. Night. Greek Caesar salad. Yeah. Instead okay. of a chicken, it's a Greek. I've never heard of a Greek Caesar salad. It's just yep. been a Caesar salad. So, anyway, you were talking about Friday? <laughs> Greek. <laughs> Greek usually has feta cheese and it's not a fucking it's like a fatouche salad. <clears throat> Caesar salad is from Rome. Romaine. Italy. Not Greece. What now? You were talking about Friday. Oh yeah. I went to I was gonna speaking of reviews and like thinking you're the number one customer, I went into a local establishment because somebody bought me some hot sauce on their vacation. Thank you, Anne. Oh really? And that was nice. so I tried it. But I was going to order some food because I didn't eat that day. Yeah. And so when I went in there, like I did the sign, sign in shake the day of that. And sometimes I don't say things loud enough. So I was like, I'll order some food when you're ready. She must not heard it, which is fine. So I was going to wait till she came back. Then like three other people order and I'm just like, fuck this. I'm going home. <laughs> I saw it. Like, I don't know. That's just me like. Uh, like I'm not gonna sit here and make my friend cook me food too. Right. Type. <laughs> so I'm like, uh. so I had one beer and fucking left. No money in the machine. Ugh, I'm not doing that anymore. It's fucking, Sweet. fucking stupid. Okay, remember this. It's goddamn fucking stupid. Remember this. It Plus, is... I haven't won in like two months. Okay. So. I'm going to ride that losing streak into not playing anymore. Into not playing anymore. Fuck that. Stupid thing. <laughs> Think of how much money you've won versus how much money you've lost. Oh, everybody's not even, lost more than Well, it's won. not even 10 to 1. No. It's probably it's, more like 30 to 1. Yeah. You've probably spent over 10 grand over your lifetime For a, like in machines $1, to get, yeah. 15, it's, 25, maybe. It's the worst. Like when dumb. you see some people that will sit at the Should machine. Should have bought a Badger every, 5 ticket. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. 27,000 at uh, Lee's, Lee's Gas Station. Gas in Bondwell here. Yeah. As soon as I walked in, Lee's like, did you buy a ticket last night? Or Greg? Yeah, or oh, Greg. Yeah. I always call him that. Yeah, his, his dad's name was Lee. <laughs> I know, but it's Lee's and I see him yeah. there all the time. And it, I, I I do it every time, even though I know his name's Greg. Anyway, he's like, did you buy a ticket last night? And he showed me the thing, and I looked at it. Badger 5? Like, no. What would you have done if you all of a sudden realized you won 27000 I mean, you... I'd take the day off work and just jerk it. <laughs> just jerk it. Twenty-seven grand after 40% taxes, you'd be left with like 16000 Still, not bad. And I'd just pay off some debt and save maybe two grand to take a vacation yet the end of the year before the end of the year or just go ice fishing to like devil's lake or something 
Probably. Probably do that. 16 grand's a lot, but as far oh, as lottery goes, it's not like you can quit your job. No. <laughs> it's 16. I quit. You got to have. Yeah, like for the, this week. Like the, like the guy on uh, Euro Trip where yep. he tips him a nickel and he slaps his boss. <laughs> I quit. I'll build my I own will, hotel. I will start my own chain of hotels. <laughs> so, yeah. Instead, I just went home and. I think I got Burger King because I was just like, I need something fast and in my gullet. And yeah. I, after that, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to start carnivore diet. Well, that's good for you. I mean, especially like you're getting ready for Sober October. You and Duncan. Well, that's what me and him are eventually, because he can't do the sober part because he's got three weddings in October. Oh, yeah. And we've got. We've got a wedding in October. We've got a wedding in October. Oh, by the way, if you want to, uh, not going to uh, be staying. It's it's two hundred and sixty for a a room. That would be oh oh at the. Oh, I thought we had a ride back. Yes, we have a ride back. We have a ride there and a ride back. Oh, why do we need a room? No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Oh, that's why. And we have two other uh, (laughs) passengers that are going to be joining us. Jake and Mindy are going to be riding back with us. Hooray! So, I hope I don't puke on them. (laughs) You're probably going to be in the front seat. Yeah, well, it's a hell of a projectile. Yeah. I I don't know. I haven't gotten drunk in a very long time. No, neither have I. I didn't even go out. I mean, I I, I wasn't even really drunk down in Rapids. I mean, a little bit, but it's not like I blacked out or anything. No. It's just my voice was trying to talk over all the loud music when I was trying to s- whisper sweet nothings into that stripper's ear. <clears throat> oh, that's what happens at strip clubs. That's why they turn it up. And then some random guy that remembered me from high school yep. gave us a ride home in a Chevy Colorado. Ah, oh, it's great. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> Doesn't fucking, you didn't plan it whatsoever, but it just nope. ended up working out. What else was I saying? Weddings? Yeah. Yeah, wedding. Did, did you, uh, oh, for the carnivore diet? Yeah. So yeah. so our challenge now instead of sober October is just lose, I'm going to lose 15, he loses 10, so I'm going to start so now. So weight challenge, weight loss yeah, challenge? for a month. So I'm going to just start now. You're going to start now? Yeah. Oh, well. It's going to suck the next going to suck next week if you wanted to well, come no, to Well, no, I'm going to start night. now and have like oh. a couple cheat days. Cuz I say cuz uh trivia night next weekend it's a mac and cheese bar with yeah. all the fixings. Yeah, well. Fuck that. I wouldn't be eating that anyway. No, you don't like mac and cheese? No, I love it, but yeah, I'm not going to I'm on that fucking diet no matter what. I'll drink is what I'm saying for cheat days. Okay. But no, like hard, heavy carbs, like fucking noodles I'll and just stand bread right in front of you. <laughs> I wouldn't. The way I feel right now, I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, that's right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got that pounding headache. I'll I'll look at a fucking bowl of noodles from now on for a while and be like, fuck those things. I don't even want them. Because if I ever want to, otherwise, then I'm just. I guess I'm just gonna be horrendously fat the rest of my life because so what is it that you can <laughs> what is considered like the healthy thing to eat then i mean you're more or less you're taking out the carbs so you're looking well, at no, all the, the meat or all the the bread well yeah anything any with, anything sugar 
like gluten and carbs fucks most people up. Okay. Luck, yep. Not you, you skinny fuck. I hate you. But it's called high metabolism, asshole. I can't help it. Man, I jerk off three times a day. I don't know how much higher metabolism I need. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why you got a headache. No. Started Friday, and I just kept going to town, and next thing you know, I didn't have nothing else to give, and I started getting a headache. And my dick's chafed. <laughs> <laughs> got a headache, but God damn, my dick hurts. Because, I, like I said, when I did this before, it's called the keto flu because you're, you're basically detoxing your body and going through withdrawals. But if you run your body completely on, like, protein or healthy fats or whatever, nothing processed... Your body just eats the excess fat off your body rapidly. So, right. And you lose all the inflammation because, like, gluten and fucking sugars and a lot of people, me for sure, keeps your body inflamed, like, swollen. So, like, the last two days, I must have pissed 30 times. I bet you I've lost eight pounds in two days just in water weight. You should actually check that once and just see. I, well, I weighed myself Friday morning. I'll weigh myself tomorrow morning, and next week I'll let you know. But I wouldn't be surprised because I only ate twice. I ate once today and once yesterday. Is that what's really a kicker, though? I mean, the stick there? I mean, when you're sitting there and you just you have that craving? Not with this headache. I don't have a craving. I, I ate to try and get rid of the headache today. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have ate at all because I was just... I'm like, I got to do something to fucking, I tried drinking a soda before this just so the headache would go away, Yeah. but that didn't work. So, well, it worked a little bit. It's getting a little better, but it's still there. But I know what this headache is. It's fucking sugar and carb withdrawals. Right. From going to probably, I don't know, how many cans of soda does somebody, I mean, I haven't drank soda a lot in a long time, but... One soda has, like, fucking 50 grams of sugar in it. Yeah. So, if somebody, like, we've got friends who drank two, three bottles of Mountain oh, Dew a day. Fuck. We know them, right? Yep. So, that's, like, two. No, more than that. It's got easily got to be at least eight bottles. No. A day? I guarantee you, especially when he's sitting on the tractor. Dean, All stop day. drinking soda. Okay. He goes uh, through a pack and a half of smokes a day, and <laughs> he's kind of like the old guy. So that's got to be like 75 grams of sugar. Let's say it's just six bottles a day. Okay. All right. Six times 75. It's over 600 grams of sugar in a yeah. day just from soda. Yep. Could you imagine going from 600 to zero? He'd die. <laughs> oh, fuck. I drank like almost two gallons of water too, so I'm definitely not dehydrated. <clears throat> well, at least that's a good thing. But Usually, anyway, you know, you would feel like this if you went out the night before. Because I'm, I've got like a ton of hamburger left in the grass-fed beef in the freezer, so I'm making chili and hamburgers, and of course, I probably shouldn't make chili because it's got tomatoes and beans and. If you're a true carnivore diet, you only eat meat and eggs, and you can include some dairy, like cheese, as long as it's not processed cheese. It's a pretty boring diet, but you can fucking eat till you're full. 
Well, well, like, well, I mean, you don't probably uh, chicken breast stuff like that. You could. Yeah. I yeah, I got two chickens thawing. I got a rotisserie, one of those little rotisserie ovens. Yeah. So I'm just gonna make my own rotisserie chickens. Okay. For then this week for eat that work. You make those into sandwiches then, or? <laughs> no, dummy. I mean, I know they're full rotisserie chicken, but I mean, what did you just say? Sandwiches. What's in a sandwich? Oh, Brad, shit. Dumbass. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nothing. There's no vegetables. There's just meat. That's what a carnivore diet is. As you know, the word carnivore means meat eater. Yeah. Yes. The idea, uh, like, this came about one thing by uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson. He's a dude that had, he had some sort of immune disease. And... Through trial and error, he figured out that, I don't want to get this wrong, so if anybody's wondering, just look it up. But basically, that's what he's on just to survive, because even if he eats, like, a salad, he gets, like, he gets sicker than a dog. Like, he's got the flu. Any plant, so what a carnivore diet is, is like an elimination diet. You're eliminating everything. So if you've got food allergies or something like that, people do a carnivore diet because hardly anybody's allergic to meat. Except, I was listening to a podcast a long time ago by Radiolab. There's a disease called alpha-gal, which means you're allergic to meat. And that's, it's like the rarest of food allergies that exists ever one woman like had this i think it's the only documented case in america that would suck yeah anyway he's the exact opposite where any fruits plants like processed foods make him just like break out in hives he feels like he's got the flu but a carnivore diet where he just eats two steaks for dinner He's fine, and he's mentally, he's sharp. So people who have food allergies generally will turn to a carnivore diet to eliminate everything except meat. Then, say they're on it for a week, they'll add in one thing, say cauliflower. Okay. Okay, so now I'm eating uh, steaks and cauliflower. If they don't feel bad from food allergies from cauliflower, now they can put that in their list of things that they're not allergic to. Because I don't think there's a medical test that says, ah, I'm allergic to pico de gallo. Uh, <laughs> or tomatoes or, you know, yeah. what have you. Um, I'm just doing it to lose fucking weight because all you're eating is fat and protein, so your body works overtime, uh... It's like it's just like the Atkins diet or the keto diet. If you deprive yourself of carbs, your body works overtime because it's not getting fuel from carbs. It's getting the fuel from fat, so it's burning all your fat. So that's why I'm doing it. I'm going to be like a goddamn lion. I'm going to hunt down a gazelle, and I'm going to rip its heart out, and I'm just going to gnaw on it until I'm full. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the freezer. <laughs> And you're just going to have the blood just hanging down. <laughs> yep, on my big red beard. <laughs> you're definitely going to look like a Viking then. 
<laughs> I still got some venison left over from last year, so I'll probably make that up and hopefully get a deer this year, and maybe even a bear. And then I'll be set, because in January, I think me and my parents are getting a half a beef from one of our friends, so my freezer will be full for a while. So That's I'm the, like, smart thing, the smartest thing to do, I mean, with all the... The prices well, yeah, that's the right other now. thing with the way fucking food prices are double, triple yep. what they used to be. I'm like, if I just get a couple animals hunting and then get a half of beef, and if I'm used to a carnivore diet, I don't have to pay for fucking food ever. It's in my freezer. I just keep making it and eating it yeah. until it's gone. So, And you have enough great ideas on how to make different kinds of food? Yeah. Well, even I can get creative. Yeah. I actually just tried something. Uh, uh, it's like a football snack. I saw it on. Saw it on. It's made out of footballs. It's made out of footballs. Yeah. Uh, no, it took uh, goldfish crackers and Cheez-Its. Okay. <laughs> Put them into it. <laughs> We're talking about being healthy. And you're like, so what I do is I crumble up a bunch of goldfish uh, cheese no, crackers. No, 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 it didn't crumble them up. So you lay them out <laughs> on this big aluminum pan. Uh. And then you do a melt butter, lemon pepper, or melt the butter <laughs> in like a, in a microwave. And then you take lemon pepper and shit. Sounds horrible. Oh, yeah, a barbecued rub, barbecued rub and <laughs> Worcestershire sauce. And then you mix that all in. And then what you do is you lay it over the top of the goldfish and the cheese that's mixed together. And you mix it all around, put it in the smoker for an hour. And then when you bring it out, let it rest a little bit, then add a little bit more barbecue rub on top, shake it up, and then put it into a bag, and it's pretty fucking amazing. I actually just went and I ate a whole fucking bag of it that I just made. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> it does not sound appetizing it to me is. now. It is. It's that amazing. I'm, Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I'm sure. And then, you know, I'll die of a heart attack. And <laughs> I, well, it's because it, it's got a nice barbecue. It'll then turn to... Remember Big Daddy? A memoriam. Yeah, it's podcast. gonna be a, every week. We just talk about things Tell that stories. you did. Yep. <laughs> hey, do you remember that time when? Remember Big he Daddy? almost drank as much as a Clydesdale. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when he came in dressed like Santa Claus that one night? <laughs> well, it was Christmas Eve. Still. Hey, do you remember that time when all of a sudden his car got s- just <laughs> yeah. smashed from a drunk driver? <laughs> Total twist. Total. We didn't even hear it. And we didn't even hear it. That's what happens. I, we're having too much fun in the bar. Oh, that's all coming up too. Think about it. Halloween. I never really Thanksgiving. drink on Halloween anyway. I oh, look yeah, at everybody. Halloween I stare at everybody else. Being a drunk <clears throat> mook. Watch all the girls dress like they just normal days anyway. Not, just gives them a reason to. Not a lot of them. No. There's some of them that take pride in their no, outfits. No, I'm saying they're a lot. Not a lot of them dress slutty enough. They need to fucking up their game. They well, just start dressing like strippers. I mean, they come in with one of those volleyball poles. Remember the ones that have the cement and the the, the tire in around a tire? it? <laughs> yep. Like and they just roll it in, and then they use it as the pole. Better have fucking three or four of them to roll one of that thing in. That thing <laughs> is heavy. I remember pushing those things around when I was a kid. Yeah. <clears throat> No, I look forward to Halloween. I just don't look forward to the after midnight portion of Halloween. Just like New Year's Eve, all the fucking amateurs are around. Well, I don't need to. Amateur I, don't, night. I don't need to see a girl in a hot nurse uniform puking all over herself, having so, yeah. her, having her friend in a bumblebee outfit hold her hair back. 
Did you DJ any weddings this weekend? Uh, Tis the season. Yeah, and then next week, well, yeah, and then next week uh, is the trivia night. And then the week after, I just have to do the ceremony part of my our friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. And then letting her go. And How many you got left in the year? Uh, one, two, three, uh, four. Four. I ain't bad. But I got two in January, which you never really see at winter weddings. Huh. Yeah. One's a, one of them is at Pamper and Park, and I don't even think that place is heated. I know they have a fireplace, but, I, I mean, you ain't going to be able to heat no, that place. No, it's like it's, the county park. Yeah, I mean, they and got it's, a fireplace. It's, that's it. Yeah, and it's all brick, and that yeah, that stoke. maybe the maybe it'll stoke the fire in the morning to keep her. I was kind of surprised when they said that was there. I was like, is that building even open in the winter? Because I know that there are some buildings that used to actually be like that. I know that County Park used to be like that, where yeah. the that uh, where they have weddings now in the County Park Pavilion. You get there and they have a bunch of propane heaters inside. Oh, great! Yeah, <laughs> and so we'll then we die. all die. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was I was just talking to uh oh, so, you know, funny thing is, and I'm sure you saw this. I thought it was kind of weird that three local gentlemen, who always go and sign in at all bars, have all lost in one week. Yeah. So I lost at 117 last week. Dino lost at one se- or at Lumberyard, and Tony lost, lost at, at Wayne's. Wayne's. Yeah. You poor unfortunate souls. Yes. That's what happens. I did sign in at Wayne's, but nowhere else. Well, I mean, like you said, we don't really, haven't really been going out any, you know. I'm sure once winter hits, it'll be different. Well, Unless we start drinking down here. But, again, I won't be drinking hardly, maybe. They say tequila is actually the best for not having a hangover, which I don't understand. Like the Like the high-quality white tequila. Just drinking that straight? No, no, no. Like, you know, like a margarita where it's like a real margarita, not margarita sugar mix. Yep. Where it's like an actual lime and like you could even use that lemon lime bubbler and have a lime in it and just straight tequila. I was thinking about trying it, but not today. Fuck. My eyes feel like they're just going to explode. You're probably going to be going to bed before the game even starts. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna be dozing in and off and be like Packers that's, win. That's that's what I'm thinking that's gonna happen for me too. I hate always those late games. And then just think in two <clears> weeks they're gonna be playing at eight thirty in the morning. Maybe I'll actually have if anybody wants to come over we can have breakfast here. That'd be actually kinda cool. Like uh, make like breakfast burritos or something like that. Breakfast well, you guys can eat breakfast burritos and I'll have like a scrambled egg bowl. Or or that too. You can make just make scrambled eggs and sausage well, and ham and don't they make those things where they're called like uh, hash brown scramblers where you can actually put it into the crock pot the night before and everything cooks and it's got I like all... I ain't doing that shit when nope. I cook I cook for real so you're gonna get up <clears> at six <throat> o'clock that morning to start cooking yeah okay first bloody by seven thirty that's fine all right I mean and that'd be Why? awesome Isn't I the mean... game at eight thirty. Eight thirty in the morning. Well, why are you gonna be here an hour early? Fine, a half hour early. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Jesus. And then slow your roll, bud. I figure you can easily then take a nap and go to bed already at two o'clock in the afternoon. I got big pans. I can make a big old thing of scrambled eggs in no time. And like sausage links or anything, I can just throw in the oven. So it'll be kind of like a breakfast buffet. 
Yeah. Not bad. Maybe we could do that. I have no or problem. I'll, or I could make breakfast burritos like the night before and just heat them up the morning of. I don't know. It was just an idea. No, it's a good idea. But. Whatever would be less time consuming. And then, yeah, do some Bloody Marys and some. If I have tequila, I'll have a Bloody Mariah. The fuck is that? It's just a Bloody Mary with tequila. And you salt the. You rim it just like a. They literally call it a Bloody Mariah? Yeah. I'm sorry you lived such a sheltered life. I never knew that. See? This is why you're friends with me, so you learn shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're like the guidance counselor. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) You you rim a glass with lime juice and you put it in that tahini just like you do a... a, What the fuck? I can't think. The the shit we've been drinking. Tahini. No, the, the... Beer and... Oh, micheladas. Micheladas. Yep. So you rim the glass just like that, and then you make a Bloody Mary, except instead of vodka, you put a... Instead of a lemon, you put a lime in it, and instead of vodka, you put tequila. And then it's a Bloody Mariah. Hmm. So I might try that. Shit. Well, it's got to be anything better than your uh, Remedy Bloody Mary mix that you had last week. I gotta try and mix that with something else to make it a halfway decent Bloody Mary mix. Holy shit. I mean, I didn't even have one, and it's it's garbage. I posted it on our Instagram to go check it out. Don't ever buy that bottle of Bloody Mary mix. Does your pizza oven even work anymore? Yeah. Don't you? I haven't, I don't even, fuck, I can't remember the last time I had like a frozen pizza. I, I, neither can I. I mean, because usually I get one from like Papa Murphy's if I ever got one, or uh, at Quick Trip the take and bake ones. But like a frozen tombstone or yeah. something, I haven't fucking cooked one down here in like not since the pandemic. When, when we were it, yeah, when we were having parties down here, when you max, were having max ten people. Max, remember that? Yep. Yeah, I remember I got a bunch of pizzas for that, and we drank down here till four in the morning and made a bunch of pizzas. That's the that's one of the uh, when the power went out. Oh yeah, and we thought it was the government uh, shutting us down because because <laughs> we were having parties. <laughs> <laughs> we were over the uh, the limit. Yeah, we had eleven people here instead of ten. Yep. Everybody's God, like, I can't wait till we make the movie about how ridiculous that shit was. What? Right. Good God. Oh, I gotta flatten the curve. Everybody, stay home. Don't get groups more and than two. And the thing two. was, is now was everybody wear masks. Damn near, in your everybody own car. was everybody <laughs> was following it. Like you could see your you'd be outside mowing your lawn. Hi neighbor, you had to wave. You couldn't even yeah, walk. Yeah, but then people kept getting it and realizing that all those rules aren't going to fucking work. Right. But then everybody who was like an official or who wanted to be a fucking bootlicker was like, "No, no, you still got to do it. Why? It's not fucking working." So the rest of us who have a brain and, you know, freedom said, fuck that, I ain't doing it. I was just watching last week, uh, they had a show, I forgot what kind of show it was, it was in uh, Portland? Yeah, it was in Portland. And half the crowd at the thing all had masks in. I'm like, are they still under COVID rules? Restrictions? Yeah, Portland's like the worst fucking city in America right now. Well, and also, was, aren't they considered themselves like a certain area of Portland is considered like, oh no, or was that Seattle? Where they ha- No, it was Portland, but they failed miserably. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, they burned their own town down, and now they want the government to rebuild it. It's like, well, you 
fucking said you didn't want it that way and you thought you could run it better no businesses will open in like the downtown area no. because they're like why you're just gonna just have people destroy it and you're not gonna help us uh enforce the law or well they were showing invest for our businesses they were showing uh in San Francisco, when that all that stuff, and I mean, it's still going on the crime and all that, where everybody was breaking into stores, you know, and uh, stealing. yeah, and nobody, and then all of a sudden, all of these stores, like the Walgreens and these uh, retail stores, you know, what they did, they're like, screw it, so they pulled out of there, and so the, there's like a whole area in downtown where it's all boarded up, nothing's in there because all the stores, and they're all complaining now because. They can't get to these stores to get their goods. Yeah, well, well fuck off. <laughs> that's what you get. You think if you're, you're gonna, actually- if you're gonna break in and steal to our stores every fucking every other day, you expect to, How do you expect us to stay in business? Yep. You dummies. And obviously the cops weren't even being appreciated, so the cops were like, "We ain't doing shit." Well, they were told by like the mayors of these fucking progressive towns not to anything under five hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah don't enforce well yeah i'm gonna go in and steal 499 dollars worth of shit <laughs> could you mess something with a upc barcode scan going all right 485 I yeah. get, ah, 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 look it's at like it. they got him on camera still not gonna prosecute nope okay he's holding his driver's license up to the camera <laughs> and everything he's waving yeah. wait a minute He's openly make- openly breaking the law, and you're just not going to enforce it. Well, that- how? Why do you think that it's getting robbed consistently? Is that McLovin? <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii. Oh, you got any bad news? I do actually have some bad news. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. So this goes all the way to. It just give me one sec. I had to bring it up. Okay. So this happened. In, I'm so sorry, I had to wait for it to pop up. Okay, uh, it happened in Green Bay. A man was arrested allegedly for allegedly breaking into a Green Bay pub and a local church. Among other cash grabs, he reportedly took the shake of the day and told the police that he spent all of the stolen cash on gambling. <laughs> According to a criminal complaint obtained by local 542-year-old Michael Zelenik, Zelnick, sorry, Zelnick, is facing three charges stemming from multiple alleged burglaries in Green Bay. On September 1st, around 5.30 p.m., police responded to Stinger's Pub for a report of someone trying to break into the rear door. However, police were informed that it was actually B.C. Saloon next door that he had broken into. The manager said around 8 a.m. on September 1st, someone entered the back door while inside the establishment. The suspect damaged some doors and took the shake of the day, which was valued around $60. Wow. There was also about $26 taken from the poker machine. From a poker machine. Only 26 Yeah. That must be a shitty bar. <sighs> Sounds like it. I mean, breaking into BC Saloon at 8 a.m. in the morning. One day later at 5.30 p.m., officers were sent to St. Francis. Oh. Actually, it sounds like... It sounds like they cleaned out the machines and everything the night before. Which is a And then, like, the... The owner came in and had a cup of coffee and played the machines himself and had the shake of the day himself. <laughs> there's some bars lost. that actually do that. <laughs> yeah. They'll actually get there's some bars that would open up at like six, seven o'clock in the morning <clears> and they have your morning drinkers there. Uh, so one day later, around five thirty PM, officers then were sent to St. Francis Xavier Church after an interior motion alarm was tripped when police arrived. 
They went through the church with an employee. Video footage showed a man wearing a blue T-shirt, khaki shorts, a backpack, and black shoes walking around the church. The, fo- the footage also showed him trying to get into the donation boxes. Are you sure this wasn't the pastor? Mm-hmm. Police left the church and found a pedestrian matching the description. The man was identified by Zelnick. He was placed under arrest and taken to Brown County. He was interviewed. He reportedly admitted that it was him inside the bar, and he was trying to get money to pay off his child support. He told police that he had spent all the money gambling. Ah, gambling. Zelnick says he got less than $200 and gambled it all away. He mentioned that he was not able to get inside Stinger's Pub. When he was originally jailed, Zelnick had keys on him, and the uh, keys were belonging to St. Francis uh, Xavier Church. Huh. So he is charged. He must have been, a, must have been an acolyte. Yeah, or a, yeah acolyte. Or, they a, or a guy. B- or a bell ringer. No, what do they call the usher? Oh, yes. Uh, he is charged with the following burglary. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then. Uh, usher. Oh, possession of drug paraphernalia, too, I guess he had on him. Everybody's got drug Everybody's paraphernalia. Everybody's got that, yeah. So, yeah, that was my uh, that was my bad news. I had two of them, but I'll just go with that one. Yeah. Hit it again. I want to hear it because this one's worthy of a Barrett. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. So the news was a little slow around the 715 and the rest of Wisconsin, but I saw a story out of Atlanta, Georgia. That is baffling to me. Does it happen at a strip club? Nope. Okay. So a man called the police last week to complain about cold french fries at a McDonald's. <laughs> and when officers arrived, they discovered that he had an outstanding warrant for failure to appear in court for a homicide case, which he was accused of being the prime suspect. <laughs> Talk about setting yourself up. <laughs> this motherfucker... Goes to McDonald's, got in the manager's face and said to fix my fucking food. The fries are too cold. And he's on video. They got the body camera footage, so go out and look for this. Atlanta murder suspect calls cops over cold fries. It's so fucking funny because he's so like, yeah, but I didn't call about that. I called about the cold french fries. <laughs> you would think in today's age, he's like really trying to like argue his case with the cop. He's like, you think. I mean, they weren't even lukewarm, man. He, he was really angry about getting cold fries. And uh, then he got chased all over the parking lot until he got tackled because he was a murder suspect. You were not going to catch me. <laughs> he was trying to explain to the officer that his, him and his fiance were waiting on their food. And when the order was called, they didn't know, uh, they didn't know it was their order because they threw away their receipt. So now our food's sitting there cold. So when I come up, I try the fries, and the fries are lukewarm, but they're not even hot, man. (laughs) (laughs) And since they wouldn't refund his order or remake the fries, he called the police. Not knowing or just forgetting that he was, uh, you know, got bail jumping, and uh, he's a prime murder suspect in a homicide case. If you think about it, I mean, he's kind of an outstanding citizen. I mean, he called the crime on his own self. Well, it was unrelated. Right, it was unrelated, <laughs> but you know, how dumb are you? <laughs> hey, I, I I know I'm wanted for murder, but uh, these cold fries. <laughs> uh, after being tackled to the ground, after a brief pursuit, the officer used a stun gun to subdue Sims, 
and he was taken to the hospital for further evaluation before being taken directly to jail. Do not collect $200. <laughs> That's almost like a... Oh, he was also found uh, with 31 grams of... Oh, 31 grams. Oh, marijuana. Big fucking deal. Marijuana. What's that in ounces? We use the fucking... We don't use the metric system around her. No, we don't. <laughs> anyway, that was my bad news. Well, another bad news could go towards... Did you see that big the, that big drug bust that just happened here in town? Oh, yeah. The uh, Bondwell police pulled somebody over for speeding because they got Yeah, those... way to go. If you have all that, you know... Oh, yeah. How, again, how dumb are you, you fucking dumbass? You've got, what'd they say, $11,000 in yep. the car, a bunch of weed, and then meth and fentanyl. So, congratulations. You think you would go, if the speed limit's 25, you under you'd run 24. <laughs> yeah. You'd set that thing as you're going through town. Yeah. But then doesn't, uh, don't usually, <clears throat> like most cruise controls, it doesn't kick in until 25 i well, know in some vehicles it would well still i mean there we even got the fucking blinking thing telling you how fast you're going right now in town <laughs> as you come in too fast hey druggy slow it down yeah hey dummy yeah you the criminal with all the drugs and monies there's a cop over there and you're going 20 over the speed limit whatever maybe they can uh give me some of that weed or maybe some of the money i'd be i'd put it to good use is all i'm saying that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm here to try to exercise my mind and help all... <laughs> and my demons. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, last thing I wanted... Uh, I was showing. I was talking about last week with uh, BD about uh, this guy who uh, decided to run from the cops and he had no warrant out for his arrest. <laughs> I showed him the, uh, the dash cam video. Yeah, the, the officer's like got his hands up. He's like yelling for the dude. He's like... Robert, he's like, you ain't got no warrants, man. Just get, oh. and then he gets in his car, and chases him down for fleeing. And he's like, well, now, you, now I got all this paperwork. He's like, I was going home. Where, you, this was somewhere in the south, uh, Arkansas. Oh, okay, Caldwell, close enough, Caldwell. <laughs> yeah, this old, good old boy cop is like, man, it's Friday. I was going home. I was just gonna pull you over. I was gonna have you drive her car because her license is suspended. That's why I asked you to get out of the vehicle. Oh, I'm sorry, man. He's like, y'all, you gonna be sorry? He's like, all the paperwork I got to do now. I was on my way home. And he's like, he starts at- emptying his pockets. Oh, look at that <laughs> big Damn. old thing of meth. <laughs> he's like, you son of a bitch. He's like, he was angry at him because now he's got to take him back to jail, book him, do all the paperwork before he can go home for the day. Yeah, he was like, this, well, is, this was supposed to. This is my Friday. Yeah. Should have, shouldn't have uh, pulled him over for expired tags. It's no. your own fault, yeah. police. Way to go. <laughs> but that video's out there. You can find it, too. Just yep. look up Arkansas. Police pulls over. Man runs with no warrant. <laughs> Ends up going to jail anyway. <laughs> and then watching him trying to run at two miles. Oh, yeah. And that was he's, another thing where he's like. Of course he's shirtless. He looks like Dukes from uh, Semi-Pro. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and, like, for real, he looks exactly <laughs> like him. And the cops like, he was like, I could have just caught you just walking. You yeah. were only running two miles an hour. <laughs> you didn't hear me calling for you? No, sir. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who's our comedian of the well, week? Well, this is a good one because actually we were on the topic before um, about San Francisco, mm-hmm. and uh, also uh, we were talking about jail too. So this actually has a big 
huge kind of good bit. Good bit. Norm McDonald. Oh, it's a it's a year since he passed. Yeah, I saw that last week. So I was gonna text you and be like, maybe we should have Norm on this week anniversary of his death. Yes, and uh, so good on you for that. Well, thank you, sir. And actually, I really did like this one. So this is uh, he talked about San Francisco, and then he uh, little at the end talked about O.J. Simpson. So here we go. Oh, so San Francisco, man. What else? What else is San Francisco famous for? Oh, guys sucking and fucking each other. (laughs) (laughs) They're equally proud, by the way. They're just as proud as uh, straight people. They're sucking and fucking. As a matter of fact, every year they get they they're so proud they have a parade for it. It's called the Gay Pride Parade, and uh, it's an odd thing to me because I'll tell you something. When I was a boy, you know, and uh, I'm older than you fellers, but when I was when I was when I was uh, six years of age, I remember my dad showing me on the television there was a parade because Neil Armstrong and the boys why they had gone to the moon. They, here man had touched the, the satellite that, that whirls around our whirling cinder. And then they came back. Now, they had a parade for them. My dad had me watching on his little Philco TV that he kept uh, in the kitchen. And uh, he, he said, I remember he said, watch this, son, you know. And Neil Armstrong and the boys were going down, ticker tape, Fifth Avenue. It was like a very majestic moment. Now, this is how parades have, in my mind, devolved a little. <laughs> Now it's a bunch of guys who like sucking and fucking each other. So. <laughs> Am I supposed to bring my kid on my shoulders? Hey, look at that. Enjoy your cotton candy. There's some more guys who like sucking and fucking each other. <laughs> and they like doing it. I don't think you get a parade for something you like. Like... If they didn't like, maybe then I'd show up. You know what I mean? If, they, if it was like, I don't like it, but God damn it, I'll do it for my country. Ah! <laughs> then I'd go, son, that man's a patriot. <laughs> he understands there's greater than the individual. There's... But there is one very touching moment, because a guy took me to this gay pride parade, and the most touching moment makes you cry, is there's the parents of the adult gay uh, children, and they're holding, like, uh, signs and stuff, you know? And it's the most moving uh, part of it. And, uh, well, first of all, they're not dancing around in leather and shit. And, uh, <laughs> but you see them, and some of these guys are old fellows, you could tell, you know, are in Korea and stuff, you know what I mean? And... Uh, and so, and they, and they carry signs that say, you know, I am proud that my son is gay, you know? And it's so beautiful, but I still, I, I think they're choosing the wrong words because pride, again, I don't, you know, like there's a difference between accepting and loving and everything like that, but, uh, you know, I don't think anybody's bragging about it down at work or anything, you know? <laughs> He goes, hey, guys, come over here, man. I want to tell you something about my youngest son, Bill. McCluskey, get over here. 
want to tell you about Bill. We're so proud of him. He, uh, he graduated Harvard this year, top of his class. Going to be a lawyer. What do you think of that, huh? You can use him, McCluskey, next time you get in trouble. Ah, my son, none of us McPherson's ever graduated the fifth grade. We're all just a bunch of chunks of coal, but ah, it's all going to change now. Our young son, Bill. Tell you something else we're proud of him for. He... on the junior varsity basketball team and uh, in a span of seven games he had four triple doubles to end the season what do you think of that huh unbelievable also loves cock I don't know if... in his mouth up his ass this kid he doesn't care I don't know how he does it I can't do it myself yeah. I said Bill can't be a lawyer I got a picture of him. He's going to be articling in uh, Greenwich next year. There he is. He's graduated. That's the, his graduation picture. Look at that, huh? With his robes there and the mortar board. And, you know, look at... It's that hat, McCluskey, ignorant bastard. They call it that. Look at him there, huh? What a picture. You can't see it in the picture, but he's got eight cocks wedged up his ass. And, of course, you can see the fine spray of jizz arcing over his tongue as he greedily laps it up. Well, well. I feel so much pride when I see that picture. Pride is the thing that I most feel. Listen, folks, I just want to say uh, San Francisco's uh, awesome, and uh, I'm from L.A., and uh, hey, we can't wait to get your football team. We're looking forward to that. And, um, How's OJ? OJ? Well, I've changed my mind on OJ. No, I'll tell you what I feel about OJ. I, as much as I was indignant about his uh, acquittal, I'm equally indignant about his, uh, his uh, going to prison for stealing his uh, fucking own shirts. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. I don't think if you steal your own shirts, you should get 35 consecutive life sentences. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair to me at all. And now he's probably saying, I wish I got fucking, uh, you know, I wish I was put up for the other crime because here's the thing. In prison, they have a pecking order. Now, in the pecking order, one of the top people on the pecking order are the double murderers. They're way up high. Very well-respected members of the, uh, of the old gray bar, you know, community. But guys who steal their own shirts... They're at the lowest of them, the pecking order. And the pecking order involves a lot of ass-fucking, basically. <laughs> and uh, so I feel sorry for O.J., because I'm sure he's going, wait, I fucking killed two fucking people. I killed a waiter and my wife savagely. And they're like, we saw the fucking trial. If the glove don't fit, you can't acquit. You stole a jersey and nothing more, and I get your fucking ass over here. <laughs> I have to fuck it. No. Uh.
good old Norm McDonald. God bless you, folks. I love you very much. Thank you so much. Truly missed. Yes. I forgot I had a brand news that we never talked about from our friend Andy. One of our one of our most most one loyal our, listeners. Yes. He sent us a thing uh in New York City. Oh, that yep. they uh they're going to ban you needed to be over 21 otherwise uh they were banned canned whipped cream like ready whip and the like cuz apparently the kids are getting high off of it. They call it whippets. I think they were letting their assholes get opened up. <laughs> That's what whippets were for. And, uh, I, I mean, come on, New York. Do you need the Wisconsin Dairy Cartel to come shake you down? Do I have to present my driver's license to get fucking whipped cream? My God, it must suck. Do you know how many bachelor parties I have to go to? I'm not going to the grocery store to show my ID every time I need to splatter some whipped cream on some poor girl's tits. All right? So. You know who it is I feel sorry for? It's the family. (laughs) I mean. Little old ladies are going, you know, to. The they're, grocery store to go get some whipped cream, and they're like, I'd like to buy this whipped cream. I'm going to have to see some ID. <laughs> what, are you on the cake? <laughs> I was just getting ready for Thanksgiving, and I was going to put it over my pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. You're on that cake, ain't you? <laughs> going to go sit in the back. You ain't got no family. You're just going to whip it. <laughs> the dairy industry is... Hooking kids with that cream and buttermilk. Like the tobacco industry. Yes. Yep. All that. I can't believe that. That You know, I mean, they're just. New York, America's dairy land is coming for you. <laughs> You're fucked. You don't know what the Midwest holds. You might think, oh, yeah. You got all the milks and all the cheeses. You want to know what we have? The people here in the Midwest, we have lakes. So you can sit there and talk about your, you know. Not only do we have lakes, but they're quite great. Yes. <laughs> Gets the term from Great Lakes. <laughs> That's like, like a Donald Trump thing that he would say. Be like, I've seen the lakes. They're great. They're good. That's why they're the Great Lakes. <laughs> they're wonderful. I want to put up a book. I want to put up a book. <laughs> I came here. I said, "Look how great these lakes are." Did you just see what the uh, tech or the governors from Texas and Florida did? Yeah, they sent a bunch of Mexicans to uh, Martha's Vineyard. Yes, and, and then everybody's like, "Oh yeah, well we'll take them in." Yeah, it backfired. One day later, they got shipped off to military bases in yep. Massachusetts. Feel like you fucking fuckers couldn't stand. <laughs> having pours around for more than 24 hours and i loved uh they had like i forgot who it was but there was like some lawyer that was speaking and said we weren't even notified about this otherwise we would have been ready well and they're like uh so you think that so you uh, think all these other cities across the united states are ready for a giant homeless invasion yes Exactly. Or even when they decided that they're going to try or they're going to go over the wall. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, wait. I was supposed to, was supposed to plan wait, for this. Wait huh? a minute. Notification. I thought uh, by planning oh. we made it illegal. Yeah. <laughs> they're just shooting themselves in the foot. All right. Well, I, I see. I got you. two feet. I already opened my pack. Okay. And I'm going to. Something must have happened to our TV feed because we had the Bengals and the Cowboys on, but. Must have been a bombing or something. I don't know. 
This has got to be like the third Gorman Thomas card we've gotten. Holy shit. This was the bubblegum card, though, so uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. We've got two other ones. Oh, yeah, folks, we're doing the 1987 Topps baseball <laughs> card reveal, if we didn't say that before. <laughs> we're not opening up Hallmark cards. <clears throat> 1987 Topps baseball. Gorman Thomas was the first one. Now we got the White Sox. Ray Searage. Looks like seepage. Oh, look at what it says now. Oh, it's a storm. Padres. Dave LaPointe. We've got a Braves leaders. Did the Braves even have any leaders back then? Who knows? Not a good card. Hey, Harold Reynolds. More famous for announcing than he was for baseball, but yes. still not a bad player. Was he a Hall of Famer? He might have been. I believe he is. I might be wrong. Hey, here's a Gooden. All-star. Dwight Gooden? <laughs> no, an all-star Don Mattingly. Holy shit. That's a Gooden. Very nice That's one. That's a Gooden. Nicely done. Oh, another all-star. Kirby Puckett. Holy shit. All righty. Not looking bad. Give me another one. No, nope, we got the Expos Wallace Johnson. <laughs> Although you do like the Expos. And the Expos Jeff Reardon. You do like their. And uh, the Expos. No, it's not another <laughs> Expos card. The Detroit Tiger Tigers. This guy looks. <laughs> the Detroit Targets. Targets. <laughs> This guy looks like he sells insurance at a bank, Pat Sheridan. I'm going to throw this over for you because this guy looks hilarious. He looks like he's taking down like your order at A&W back in the day. Would you like fries with that? <laughs> yeah. Cleveland Indians, Tom Waddell, Boston Red Sox, Al Nipper, Zane Smith from the Braves, Lloyd Mosby. Cal Daniels, Mickey Tettleton, and Bob Boone. So I got two. Hey, you got some pretty good ones. You got the two. Two all-star cards that are good ones. All right. And now. All right. So I'll get the gum card out of the way first. That was, uh, the gum card was Joaquin Andular. Andular. I thought it was going to be Phoenix. Yeah. thought it was going to be the Joker from Batman, The Dark Knight. Okay. So here we go. Uh, spring ba- <clears throat> spring fever baseball. Oh, we should go. Yeah, Joe Price from the Reds. I gotta make sure this wasn't. Is there another one? I felt like this is a thick card. <laughs> Hang on, I got a thick card. It is you. a thick card. Or not? It's Maybe. probably where it's probably where the Barry Bonds cards hid. Is in well, this. what does the back say? Is it the same as oh, the front? Oh, it is Joe Price. Never mind. I should have actually. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got two Price cards in a row. Yeah, would that be weird? <laughs> Hey, here's a good one from the Montreal Expo. It's Andre Dawson. That's not bad. All right. Wait, is that a rookie? Ooh, actually, it might. Uh, no, it's not. I <laughs> think this probably had been. No, he was like Holy 80. shit, dude. I didn't know that he was a rookie in 76. This Holy is, fuck. So this is already. He this, must have played for 20 years then. He started with the Expos before he went to the Cubs. Still, he was by that time, he was already playing Yeah. 11 years. So, yeah, Andre Dawson on that one. Mike Kingerly, Kingery from Nobody the knows uh, Royals. Him. Yeah. Throw him in the base. Hey, Dale Murphy. Nah. He's the uh, bench coach for the Brewers. Johnny Grubb, <laughs> who also. <laughs> is that the same guy you had? No. Because but. this guy looks exactly like the A&W worker you had. <laughs> uh, he, he sounds like a car salesman. <laughs> Come on down. Johnny Grubb will sell you a sedan. <laughs> this guy sounds like he's got a uh, uh, a lawyer's office. Jamie Coconner. 
Kokanera, Kokanawa, whatever. I can't even fucking pronounce it. Um, from the Royals, Mark Cubis, Kubica. Ooh, hey. Ooh, mean, hey. Ooh, hey. From the Mets, Roger McDowell. Nah, that's hey. not. Fred Lynn from the Baltimore Orioles. Fred Lynn's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I have a Louisville Slugger with Fred Lynn on the, on the... I, I used that bat in Little League when I played Little League Baseball. I didn't use an aluminum bat. I used my Fred Lynn... Oh, really? Louisville Slugger. And I almost killed one of my classmates with a line drive during Navarino days. He was pitching, and I hit a line drive past his cheek, and the laces left a mark on his cheek. Really? <laughs> That's how hard I hit it. Wow. Uh, Jeff Reed from the Twins. Bobby Ojeda from the Mets. Lou Whitaker from the Tigers. Not Forrest Whitaker? No. Dave Parker from the Reds. Mark Lansting from the Mariners. A rookie, Andy Al- Allison. Allison. Nah. Yeah, I don't know. And then Greg Mitten from the Giants. All right. <laughs> yeah, you eat that gum. You eat that gum. You love it. <laughs> oh, God. It is so bad. Dude, it really does taste like spring fever baseball. <laughs> I seen one of our buddies is at the Brewer game. The Brewers are playing the Yankees. Oh, they lost. And uh, um, Yelich hit a foul ball, and his buddy went to go catch it barehanded and broke his pinky for yep. real. Like he went over to the, like the nurses station, and he's got it taped together with a splint on it. Like uh, I saw that. I was literally, it looks like it dislocated his second knuckle in his pinky. <laughs> Definitely broke. Worth it. <laughs> But did you see the pictures live of Aaron Judge? I can't believe how giant that guy is. Like, he literally said he's like... 6'9", isn't he? I didn't... I guess I never realized that. Because he's, he had a picture of him on first base next to Kenston Hira. And he's like, he could step on him. <laughs> it's like how I felt when I saw uh, Megatron. Yep. For, <clears throat> I went to see... the only The only Packer game I was ever to was when the Packers played the Lions in, I forget the year, but it was the year that the Lions went 0-16, and that was the last game of the season. And the pack, I, I had, it was the 40-yard line, and I was in the third row. I was actually sitting right behind um, Aaron Jones' family. Okay. Or not Aaron Jones. Um, James Jones, wide receiver. Uh they were all right in front of us. I, we could tell because they were all black and they were all wearing Jones jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> so me and my cousin, I took, I had the other ticket I gave to him. He drove and he knows somebody at the stadium. So we got to park right up front. Okay. Because they, he was doing the parking, you know? So he's like, oh yeah, they're VIP parking up there. Uh, when, so that was cool. But we sat there and on the 40 yard line, Megatron went all the way to the end. What was his real name? Uh, um, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Lined up against Al Harris, cornerback for the Packers. And it looked like a, it looked like David and Goliath. Calvin Johnson towered over Al Harris. And that's what this picture reminded me of that uh, our buddy Joel sent to us. Aaron Judge standing next to Kenston Hira on first base. I was like, that looks like Calvin Johnson against Al Harris. I 
I still cannot fathom how the Lions lost every game that season with Matthew Stafford as your quarterback and, and Calvin, Calvin Johnson, Johnson as your main wide receiver. I he mean, was the best wide receiver for like three or four years. He it didn't matter if he was double teamed. All you had to do is throw a throw a big high ball towards him. He would jump up, knock the two guys out next to him with his fucking elbows, yep. and catch the ball. I mean, it was simple as that. They must have had a shitty offensive line where Stafford continued. Well, I remember Stafford got hurt a couple years in in those years while he was there with Calvin Johnson. But my God, I was happy. I couldn't believe how big that human being was. I I was. At- it was like when we went to wrestling and we saw Kenny Clark. Kenny yes. Clark is a goddamn monster. He is. Holy shit. But the nicest fucking guy, I've, nicest athlete I've seen in public ever. That dude's cool. He didn't have no entourage with him. He was by himself yeah, just walking. Yeah, he walked by himself and stopped to take a picture with everybody yeah. with a smile on his face and wasn't annoyed, wasn't, it wasn't uh, during the season either, but right. still. Well, yeah, it would mean it was It was during, like right before spring it, training. Uh, right before training camp. Yeah. I think they might have been in there for mini camp. Mini camp. That was that voluntary, or they had to. Yeah, because uh, when did we go in? Uh, May. Wasn't it May or June? No, June. It was in first, June. First week of June. Yes. Yeah. And I, th- I believe they had that their voluntary workout that they had to do for the week. Yeah, because Aaron wasn't there, and it was a big deal, and he was too busy. Well, he, hey, he was tripping ayahuasca in, in the jungles of Peru. Although I oh. And I do know what uh, we have to call this episode. Um, I've already said that. Oh, make it a surprise! Make them, make them go get it first. I just want They'll to be say, listening. I just want to say, you're right, Tyler. Oh, sounds like a bet got lost. Yep. Um. Well, hopefully they beat the fucking Chicago Bears. Those listening will already know because this will be going out Monday morning. Yes. My headache's actually starting to go away now. That's good. Maybe that Sprite I drank gave me the uh, sugars my brain needed to not ache so much. I gotta wean myself into this fucking diet. Have some Mountain Dews on hand, I guess. I don't even drink Mountain Dew. Like, remember when we used to watch wrestling every pay-per-view and we'd have 12 packs of Mountain Dew? Yep. The last time we all got together down here was like four months ago. SummerSlam. Um, or no, because it was only me and you in SummerSlam. Yes, but when it was like me, you, Tony, you may- and Dino. Oh yeah, um, six months. Yeah, probably easily. That's when that fucking Mountain Dew was from. So I don't Holy even fucking shit. drink it. So yeah. it was sitting here in the fridge. Well, look how long this bush light's been here for a month. I mean, I got the mini fridge full, but there's I got still- a thirty pack of Paps. I was gonna bring over here, just for you never know when. You know. Well, the, I mean, for that, uh, definitely put some in there for when Packers play that early game. Yeah, I'll have some people over, see who wants to come over, and but, then yeah, just do do it simple, just breakfast burritos, and then if I agree. People just, wanna, just simple. If people want to bring like, uh, I'll bring donuts, glazers. I'll, I was gonna say I was gonna bring glazers. Yeah, I'll get like a couple. Did you see that then too? That the quicker blazers have gone up. <laughs> Oh, like twenty cents. They're like um, for a six pack. Yeah, they're like three twenty now. 
right now they're on sale for two seventy nine. If oh, anybody well, owns them, did you notice how on sale now? But that <laughs> used to be their regular price. Yeah, their regular <laughs> price used to be two for five bucks. So yeah, get a dozen for five bucks. But then see how you have to do is just <clears throat> wait twenty four hours and you can get two for five. Yep. Go at go at two a.m. when they've got the and, rack and it's out the there. The same thing. They're still yeah. fresh. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Anything? Anything coming no. up? Uh, just just a trivia night. Oh, giving away a lot of good stuff this time. We're going to be giving away booze, giving away uh, Games Club 117 gift cards, uh, Amazon gift cards. So a nice little assortment. And uh, the nice thing about then too, is um, at the end of everything and doing the tattling or tattling, the tallying <laughs> of the scores. <laughs> he got that question wrong. <laughs> um, after we did. Do all the, the scores up, and then we uh, prize like the top three winners. We are going to then uh, have everybody's name in uh, a jar, and then we're going to like pick like th- three or four names, like separate names, mm-hmm. and then you can just like win something on the side then. So Sweet. even if you lose, you still have a chance to win something. Remember when you were talking about that haunted house or whatever thing? Yeah. So I was looking up because I on our – uh, Facebook and Instagram, I follow all these strip clubs. Okay. And did you know Bean Snappers used to be haunted? Why? I heard about so that. So they're selling some tickets from this CAPS organization. <laughs> selling tickets. Okay. Oh, hold on here. So <coughs> all right. CAPS stands for Crypt, Cryptids, Anomalies, and Paranormal Society. They're selling tickets to do a tour of Bean Snappers, like the basement and the upstairs... Uh, haunted tour. Okay. But here's the uh, thing. See, in uh, in Macville, it used to be called Gainer's Tavern. And uh, originally it was built in 1877. It's been passed down through four family generations until being sold as bean snappers in 1993. The building has been burned twice, has had four documented deaths, and past tours have experienced lights turning on and off, objects moving, scratching, voices, and doors opening on their own, as well as whatever those little devices they have, EVP, like supposed, oh, yeah. to, supposed to detect energy. It's fucking stupid horseshit. But if you're looking for uh, something cool to do instead of a haunted house, go to the strip club and maybe I was just gonna say, get like- a haunted lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> could it be like where uh you know you go down in the basement you go and you like do the tour or whatever <laughs> you come back up and then uh, you're full of cin- glitter and you didn't even get a lap dance <laughs> cinnamon's on stage <laughs> you hear weird noises upstairs up on you see a girl coming down the pole i didn't i gotta look at how how much these tickets are wisconsincaps.com now does that cover then your cover charge if you want to stay <laughs> well i'm i'm guessing they're having on a day where it's not so sunday yeah i think they're closed on sunday and mondays if i'm correct wisconsincaps.com i gotta see how much these tickets are well, you kind of like think about it, like all of these towns like even here in this town like all these old buildings well you know, maybe undocumented murders or killings that were taking place. Oh, for sure. I mean, this area was ripe with uh, mobsters in the Prohibition area. Yep. Era, for fuck's sake, if I could talk. Oh, uh, damn it. Now I got redirected to their fucking Facebook. Oh, 
anyway, I think it was like 40 bucks a ticket. Sounds like a bunch of horse shit. But yeah, it does. I mean, what's cover charge for? Anyway, was 10? it like 10? And you, you get a free drink, yeah. I think it was. A free soda or water. <laughs> or a Bush N.A. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot that they have Bush N.A. O'Doul's, too. Yes. Because I remember when we, the last time I was there, it was a long time ago, and it was either Bush N.A. or O'Doul's. Okay. But, yeah, I think it's 40 bucks. But if you're into that uh, ghost hunting bullshit and you want to get scammed out of 40 bucks. I mean, we all know. Go tour around the uh, Bean Snappers. We all know that everything's just working off a wireless DMX, and it's just a DJ fucking with everybody. (laughs) DMX, you want it? You got to come and get it. (laughs) Arr, arr. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll uh, keep you updated on the local events, and we'll uh, either cry or enjoy the Packer game tonight. And uh, we got to figure out when in October... We're yeah, I was just going to say, I was, uh, I was say how is that going to work then with you with your diet? You won't be able to use Salabar. So is this going to go against your score? I'll make an exception for the wedding, and I'll make an exception for uh, our supper club okay. night. So I'm, I was kind of saying that, you know. So I was saying to Chad, I'm like, there's a couple things coming up where, you know, and he said, too, about uh, the whole thing with our challenge is – him to lose 10 pounds and me to lose 15 by halloween right i'm just getting used to the carnivore diet now so when i do take a cheat day which i'm planning on taking three of them the wedding the supper club night and i've got a birthday i know i have to do so three days out of the next what 45 yep i think that's okay if and it's not like i'm gonna be you know getting shit hammered well except for the washington i, I might accidentally get shit hammered we all plan on it anyway <clears throat> we were, i was talking to talking to paul and he goes yeah he's like so i heard i'm driving you guys huh well you I got said, pissed when we didn't invite you the i last said time. yeah didn't i tell you about it he goes no i go well yeah i'm like he's like that's gonna be the shortest drive ever i said yeah but you don't did <laughs> yeah. you see that that tomahawk steak that they just had no is it on uh, their... Facebook. Okay. Oh, my God. I oh. guess it was really raved about. They had a 32-ounce tomahawk steak, and it looked... It's not hard to do a steak if you've got a sous vide machine, I'll tell you. Um, and a tomahawk steak's just a big fucking porterhouse without the uh, tenderloin on the side. Right. <laughs> and it's got the whole rib on it. It's it's a gimmick. It. They probably sell it for like 75 bucks too, I bet. You know, what's going to be is our review after we go there is going to bring that place back to life. <laughs> we're just kind of like Dave. Bullshit, that place gets run by <laughs> 60 to 80-year-olds during double bubble every day. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, we're going to be like Dave Portnoy where his pizza reviews make a difference for the business. Yeah. You just watch. No. But yeah, we got to figure out a date with that. Could you imagine all of a sudden we find or uh, Washington in? They uh, when would you be surprised if uh, they went over Hillcrest, which is in first right now? I it, man, that would be difficult. Right? Could you but, imagine if we I walked mean, in and they start buying our drinks to try to you know? Oh, that would haggle be us? sweet. Yep. I'll I'll give them oh. the, I'll give them the same score for sure. 
Yeah, if you thought this was some sort of a scoring system where we can't be corrupted, you are wrong. Uh, we take free gifts. All of a sudden, you just hear in the kitchen, all right, they're here. Yeah. The 715 guys are here. <laughs> Throw away the Guggenheimer. Get out the good stuff. <laughs> all of a sudden, a bunch of old ladies and men get just pushed down and be like, yeah. bar stools for you, sir. Yeah. Sir, sir, sir. Anyway, that should be fun. And then November, we're picking one in Pesh to go. Yes, so. for Robert's birthday. And we'll probably do that sometime around his birthday. So that's like the week, uh, yeah, it's week the... before uh, Thanksgiving. Yes. Weekend, probably. Or we'll do it early. We could even Whatever do it. works for him. Yes. He's the birthday boy. <laughs> Better give him what he wants, except <clears throat> we'll take him. We'll send him to San Francisco for some sucking and fucking. <laughs> And in the meantime, oh, I remember what the other thing was. Okay. It wasn't a birthday. It was the sportsman's banquet. Yes, October so, 5th. That's the other thing. Yes. So we got a wedding, a sportsman's banquet, and... Usually it always happens when fall and winter supper. come. It, it seems like there's a lot more other stuff because... Uh, indoor stuff. Because, indoor stuff. Yeah. Which I'm fine by because... Well, it actually sucks because being a fat guy in the summer, you sweat like a motherfucking ox... And then it gets, like, most people's hoodie weather, and I'm still wearing a T-shirt. I'm like, it's nice out. Let's go outside. Everybody's like, I'm cold. Be like, fuck you. Eat a donut. <laughs> I know you're really going to enjoy this the, the winter with snow again. <clears throat> ah. Shoveling Shouldn't be up, that bad. Shoveling up. I might uh, find a Facebook Marketplace special for snowblower. Yeah. Probably, you know... It's a lot easier. Oh, no, actually, uh, I was going to, I know a friend who has two snowblowers. Oh, okay. And one of them wasn't working too good, and I was going to fix it up. And they, I don't know, they said I could have it, but I'm not going to just take a fucking $500 snowblower. Right. Depends on what I have to fix up. Anywho. I wanted to say, I uh, to them again also, congratulations that. to our friend Taylor. He got engaged. Oh, yeah. Uh, sometimes listener, a definite supporter yes. of... All of us, our friend Taylor and Kelsey, yep, got engaged yesterday or Friday night. Friday, before the Luke Combs concert. God, all the women were just creaming over it. Fucking told, I, I don't get it. It's garbage music. You want a real? You want to listen to real country? Outlaw country. I'll here here. I'll give you. I'll give you all one song to look up. See, all that fucking pop bullshit country has no fucking soul in it. It's long damn model never broke my heart. Fucking stupid, catchy bullshit, non just brain dead fucking lyrics. You want a song that's got some soul in it? I just I've been listening to all of Zach Bryan's stuff over the years. His fucking song called Sixty Eight Fastback is unbelievable. But guess what? You actually have to fucking listen to the lyrics, and when you do, you're like, holy fucking shit, this guy just told one of the most personal stories of anybody's life, and it's a pretty good song to boot. Go listen to Zach Bryan, 68 Fastback. Tell us what you think. All right, there, see, look at that. Stop listening to that fucking country fucking pop gonna... bullshit that Nashville keeps pumping out for you lemmings. That's Go what listen Nashville's to, all about now. Has been for 20 years. Go listen to some Tyler Childers, some Sturgill Simpson, Coulter Wall, some Zach Bryan, some 
Charlie Crockett, Whiskey Myers, Jerry Reed. Well, he's old and oh, dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about new guys that uh, should be headlining everywhere, but they refuse to sell their soul to Nashville to get on the radio. That or even just head down to Lukenbach, Texas. I seen Shooter Jennings was putting on a uh, a festival where he's having all of his friends and like uh, Jesse Coltier, which was his wife, uh, Waylon's wife, because she sang a couple songs with him, duets on one of his albums. Okay, he's having a big festival, Shooter Jennings, and Yellow Wolf's gonna be there because he's done stuff with him and like a whole list of like. Travis Barker, like a whole bunch of guys from from country, hip hop, rock music. It's and they're going to be singing variations of Waylon Jennings songs in different sorts of. I wish I could go to it. I like those like what they do for icons. <clears throat> I remember when they used to always have like um, for a on? certain artist, and then they would have like a bunch of artists that would come in and sing their songs for them. But they would like sometimes switch it up, uh, like. The melody or style, yeah. I don't know. I never saw it, but or heard of it, but I'm imagining it probably is. Yeah. So go check that out. Maybe they'll fucking YouTube sell it, or somebody will take a cell phone video of Yellow Wolf throwing the microphone because he's famous for that. He throws the microphone. <laughs> if the he's a stickler just, for audio, yeah. like if all of a sudden the mic is crackling or something, he did it when I seen him and. Milwaukee, he just took the mic and fucking used the cord and slammed it on the ground a couple times, picked it up, ripped the head off of it, and threw it in the crowd. It was pretty close. I almost caught it. Wow. That would have been cool to have the head off of a Shure microphone. Yeah. And he's just, like, waving to the side, like, give me a new microphone. All right, let's start this over since you guys' sound system sucks. And it did suck in that it wasn't, like, the grand ballroom at the... Um, what's a place in Milwaukee? The Rave? The, the Rave. Eagles Ballroom? It wasn't the Eagles Ballroom. It was the one in the basement. Yep. And the sound sucks down there. So, he wasn't too happy, with the, but the concert was still fucking awesome. But the sound could have been a lot better. Anyway. All right. So, that's the stuff to look forward to. You got anything else? Go Packle. And, Go uh, Pack! Go! Once again... You're right, Tyler. Fuck. I apologize. I am wrong. Goddamn right you are. Son of a bitch. All right. Bye-bye. Peace. You fans can stick it, brother. <laughs>